thanks for tuning in to the third episode of the Mildly Interesting Things You Possibly Didn't Know podcast. Please note that there was a bit of a glitch in the recording software with this one. And um, so my voice uh, is playing about a second or maybe like half a second earlier than what it's meant to be. So like I'll be responding to my guest this week. Uh, it will appear a bit too quickly. Uh, and I might be jumping on the end of their sentences a bit, but this was an issue with the recording software and not my horrible social skills. Thanks. Hello, and welcome back to the mildly interesting things you possibly didn't know podcast. Last week, my guest was the second best picture game player in Norway. Well, this week, I have the second best picture game player in India. With 88 wins, my guest this week enjoys YouTube rounds and hates puzzle rounds. He created the bot for picture game Secret Santa last year. Please welcome special guest Avalon. Hello. Hello. Thank you for the hype up. Oh, you're very welcome. You deserve it. Oh, thank you. Okay, so let's jump in with the first fact, uh, which is my yes. fact. Yes. Uh, and my fact is that Steve Jobs smelled really bad. Really? Yeah. Uh, so Steve believed that if he ate nothing but fruit, mm-hmm. uh, he could clear his body of mucus and no longer be required to take showers. That, uh, it uh, didn't really work. Yeah, yeah, wouldn't think so. And um, in 1974, Steve actually got a job working for Atari, and his manager moved him to the night shift, so his uh, aura of pungency wouldn't affect the other workers. I see. That's That's quite interesting. You wouldn't think... Someone who's so revered would smell so bad. Exactly. Uh, do you want to share something on this topic? Yes. Speaking of Atari, I loaned uh, Atari of Steve Jobs $700 to build the game Breakout, which is like where you control the platform to rebound this ball, which breaks and bricks. Right. And him and his friend Steve Wozniak worked on it to create it, and he offered Wozniak... 50-50, the payment he'd get from Atari. Atari ultimately actually paid him $5,000 instead of $700, but uh, Steve Jobs still only gave Wozniak $350. Hmm. That's quite funny. I see friendship was not one of Jobs' strong suits. Clearly. Um, so after, oh, I think, I don't know if he was still working for Atari or not, but still in 1974, uh, Steve visited India. Uh, he was looking to meet a person named, I'm going to completely butcher this, but I think it's Neem Karoli Baba. Uh, what? I don't know. I can't pronounce this person's name. I think it's Neem Karoli Baba. All uh, right. Yeah, we'll so go with Job, that. So Jobs went to India looking to meet him. Uh, however, uh, this person had died a year earlier, uh, and so the place he was going to was completely abandoned. Um, he then felt conflicted between returning to America or becoming a Buddhist monk. Oh. 
So he almost well, became a monk. Almost. Also, it's uh, Neem Karoli Baba. Okay, I think that's. I think I got that close enough, but I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah. I had never heard of him before. That's quite interesting. Uh, have you got anything else? Yes, apparently Steve Jobs had uh, nearly 300 patents under his name, uh, which I assume are now under the care of Apple. And one of these patents was the staircase that is installed at Apple stores. What? It, it's it's interesting to think there's a patent behind a simple thing as a staircase, but apparently the particular glass staircase design is patented. Huh, that's interesting. Uh, so, I don't know if you've read any of her books, but the famous author Mona Simpson, I think she wrote anywhere but here. Uh, okay. She is Steve's biological sister, although he didn't actually meet her until he was 27. Oh. Because they were separated. Right, right. No, he was adopted. I did read that. Yes. Uh, and he spent, he spent like a good portion of his life trying to track her down. Man, that's, that's interesting. Have you got anything else? Um, well, nothing quite related to that, but uh, it seems he was very resistant to the fact that he had a daughter with his high school girlfriend. Right. Uh, he had a daughter named Lisa, and even after a paternity test proved that he was the father, he denied it for many years. And then he named a computer after her, which was the Lisa computer. Oh, that's nice. And also not nice. And I did also see uh, one of the movies that was made after him, and I don't know if this is true or they dramatized it, but in the movie they said that uh, he created the iPod so that his daughter would be able to listen to songs more easily. Oh, that's really cute. Uh, so I haven't got much left. I've just got a, a small, a few small facts. So um, uh, his signature uses his full name Stephen instead of Steve. I uh, oh. thought that was interesting. Um, uh, before Steve fell unconscious the day before he died, uh, as he was looking at his family, his last words were, oh, wow, oh, wow, oh, wow. And, That's a real uh, Owen Wilson move. Yep. Uh, I don't really know. Uh, like, they didn't know what that meant. Uh, and then on the day of his death, uh, Microsoft, as well as Apple, flew the flags outside their buildings at half-staff, which I think is really nice. That's, that's, that's pretty cool. It's very touching. Uh, that's all I've got on that topic. Do you have anything you want to share and then we'll move on? Yes. Steve Jobs was actually fired from Apple for a while. Oh, and okay. Go on. When he returned, he did not return as CEO until later he did maneuver his way around the company and become CEO, at which point his annual salary was $1. Wow. Along with 5.5 million shares of Apple stock, which... Gave him a fair bit of money too, I expect. <laughs> uh, right. Uh, is that all you've got? Or have you got a bit more? I'm out. I, I actually went through a very, very large amount of information because I wasn't sure how much to prepare. <laughs> but uh, yeah, most of these were uh, fairly commonly known facts. So I don't have much either. Okay. Uh, right, so now we're going to get into our mid-session interview. 
Ah. Uh, which is just a thing I like to do in between every, uh, in between the facts on every episode. Uh, it's just going to be a few questions. Uh, should be pretty easy. So, um, first of all, you've got uh, eighty-eight wins. Yes. Um, are there any that stick out to you in your mind? Um, yes, my twelfth win after I won, I posted a very controversial round featuring the artist from Doctor Who. Right. What was the question? And uh, I, the question the question was just uh, what what was the ship called? <laughs> the full name artist stood for, and what were the actors who played the Doctor in the series? But the round was. I consider it some of my finest work. It was literally a picture of the TARDIS with the, with the weave mask on it. That's, that's it. I'm pretty sure it also well, raised. Well, <laughs> I don't think it needed to raise it. I don't think it even mattered. So that round was up for about five or six minutes and all the while everybody was spamming the chat about how bad it was. And uh, there were there were a good number of guesses which were because people people just didn't read the question properly. So it did last about seven minutes. Uh, I don't know who it was, but I remember someone oh I think got banned for a few weeks for um like for their like five hundredth round. I think they just posted a picture of Abraham Lincoln and asked who it was. No no Obama, oh, Obama. it was Obama. It was, Obama. It was uh B twenty seven. Uh okay so uh you are, I believe, five wins behind uh, Punch and Kato, the second, uh, the, sorry, the first best, the best uh, Indian picture game player. Do you have any uh, plans to overtake yes. her? No, I stopped, I stopped winning rounds a very long time ago, almost a year ago. Um, you spend more time. So I, don't, I don't think I will spend be. spend more time like in the sister servers, like. Um, uh, like the the picture game games server where we just like play other games together. Yeah, yeah, it's more entertaining. Mm-hmm. Uh, mainly the main reason I stopped playing was I was uh, I didn't enjoy making right. rounds. It was too cumbersome, so I just sort of stopped. Okay, well then that's going to conclude the mid session interview. Quite short, but you know they are. Well, yeah, there's a certain level of depth you can go to, and then that's it. Got to protect one's anonymity. Certainly do. Right, now we're going to get into the second fact, uh, which is your fact. Uh, Would you like to share it? Yes, this is quite interesting. It's... um... You know, the Andromeda galaxy, which is the closest galaxy yes. to the Milky Way? Yes. Well, they're f- quite far apart right now, but they're cl- slowly moving closer to each other all the time at a rate of about 300 kilometers a second. And in about uh, four to eight billion years, they will actually merge into one galaxy, which has the extremely original and creative name of Milk Dromeda. Oh, wow. Milk Dromeda. That sounds like... Uh, my next band name. That sounds like somebody was really slacking off and thought of a name yeah. at the last second when asked. Um, 
So, would you like to uh, elaborate a bit or on this? Uh, on the Metromeda yes. Galaxy. Is there any other things you've got about it? Well, there's it's it's not even it's a little lacking in information. Not everything's known about exactly I mean, how it'll go sense. down. It doesn't really exist yet. You can't expect something to have buckets of information with a name like Milk Dromeda. Yeah, it's not it's not gonna exist for another four to eight billion yeah. years. Um okay, so yeah. oh. it also has um it's also known as the Milk Omeda right. galaxy in some sources. Uh okay, so I have some uh, just some numbers. Uh, so I was looking at the uh, very much. So you're looking into the future. I was looking very much into the past. So um, the earliest oh. that current physics can go uh, back in time is what was known as the Planck era, uh, which was commonly thought of as the beginning of time. I see. Um, it lasted all of 10 to the minus 43 seconds. Uh, so that's uh, quite a lot of time. Comparison. Uh, so that was a 10 to the minus 43 seconds and 10 to the minus 43 millennia is still three decillionths of a second. That's still like an astronomical amount of time to turn the seconds into thousands of years. It's still very small. Uh, well, yes, short and sweet is the way to go. Um, so... Don't want to overstay your welcome. Especially when, like, nothing exists apart from hot matter. Yeah. Uh, Gotta go ahead yeah, and create uh, the universe. Yeah, sorry, I can't can't stay long. Uh, uh, I'll have this cup of tea and then go. I've got to... I'm busy creating helium. Um, so, oh, yes. have you got anything else? Yes, in approximately... In between 10 to the power 14 years, which is 100 trillion, and 10 to the power 40 years, which is the uh, which is two decillion right. years from now, is something that will be known as the degenerate era okay. of the universe. And in this era, new stars will stop oh. being formed, and all current stars will die. And the only thing left will be white dwarfs, which is... Um, which is red dwarfs after they die, they're, the last residual heat in them begins to cool in the vacuum of space. So they, it's like they're smaller, they're denser, white stars, which That's emit a very faint glow. Yes, and uh, when the sun begins to run out of fuel, it will expand into a red giant and eventually collapse into wow. a white dwarf. And if it was seen in its white dwarf stage from where the earth is now, it would emit as much light as a clear as the full oh. moon on a clear night. Okay. Uh, but obviously, you couldn't see it because when the sun expands, yes. it will destroy the Earth. Um, okay. So then, uh, so I'm still uh, going back in time. So uh, what followed the Planck era was called the Grand Unification Era, uh, in which the wrinkles of time were smoothed oh. out, apparently. Uh, this lasted about 10 to the minus 35 seconds, uh, which, again, in perspective, 10 to the minus 35 millennia 
is still about 300 octillionths of a second, if my maths is right. Well, that's a fair bit longer than mm -hmm. the previous one, at least. Parties keep getting okay. longer. Um, We're writing this one out for way longer well, now. I didn't bother to write, put down all the zeros on the sheet in the numbers. Um, I, I didn't either. I just found sources with the yeah. powers. So, uh, despite all these crazy small numbers, it actually took about three and a half minutes for the first atoms to be created. Uh, which is approximately oh. the length of 3.7 uh, times 10 to the minus 2 football games. I'm sure Smala would love mm -hmm. to hear that. Uh, I don't know if Smala listens to the podcast, actually. Well, he'd listen if he thought it was about sports. You can always hint that. Um, okay. Uh, would you like to share something? Yes, continuing the trend of plunging even further into the theoretical future mm -hmm. of the universe. There, it is theorized that protons, uh, which are those tiny little things inside atoms, yep. do have a certain lifespan and will decay and disintegrate. And this is expected to happen um, somewhere along the same time as the degenerate right. era. And as the protons begin to decay, all matter in the universe will begin to die. Ah. Well, so that's a bit depressing. And when it happens, the last thing in the life, uh, the last thing in the universe, uh, which could help power life would be the energy from black holes. Ah. Uh, okay. I don't know if that's the most sustainable energy in the world. Uh, I think I'll stick to solar power, but... Ah, but all the stars are ah, dead. Uh, wind power. There's no more wind. Um, I'll just, like, cycle on a bike attached to a generator. Classic yes. choice. All, always an option. Um, so, uh, segueing from your uh, decaying of the matter, it's estimated that all the mass and matter in the universe weighs about 10 to the 53 kilograms. Uh, that's about 500 quator decillion statues of liberty, uh, or about 500 octillion planet Earths. My God. Could you imagine, like, 500 quator decillion statues of liberty? You know, one is plenty. Any more than that, American ego just pop. Yeah. I think that's about, I think it's like a one, a five with 47 zeros after it, if I'm right. That is insane. Mm -hmm. It's quite amazing. Uh, so have you got anything else? Yes. Uh, now going even farther to what is basically the destruction of the last standing thing in the universe. It is the age in which all black holes will evaporate. This is the dark era, and it's expected to begin about 10 to the power 100 years from now, right. which is one one Google of years. That's a lot of years. That is a lot of years. And uh, Hawking actually said something about this, that uh, constantly in the universe, there are particles and antiparticles that come into existence and they float around separated for a while 
until they come together again and they annihilate each other so their life lived is quite short but in the presence of a black hole mm-hmm. uh, some of these lose their uh, positive or negative partner to the black hole and so they're not able to annihilate each other and this begins to wear it down and eventually this leads to the this leads to the uh, decay of black holes they will evaporate that, wow okay and then that's like the end and of the, everything the end of existence that's the end of the last surviving matter in the universe yes and the the uh, counterpart which is not swallowed by the black hole is propelled out towards the universe as hawking radiation wow that makes me not want to be immortal i just know after uh, a google years i'll i'll just have no- nothing left to play with I, I uh, after google years of floating through space with no atmosphere and no energy yes uh i think that uh the gods will certainly get bored after that point after this the universe literally becomes timeless timeless because nothing will happen ever yes the the only thing floating through the universe will be bits of radiation and strings of photons uh so have you got anything else because that's all i've got on the topic i could didn't couldn't find very many interesting things but apparently i think i went in the wrong direction i went backwards you went forwards well that's, that's just perfectly balanced as all things should be uh-huh. got to keep it balanced uh well there is uh, the other possibility that protons will not decay right and if this does not happen then way way farther 10 to the power 1500 years from now mm-hmm. uh cold fusion will occur via quantum tunneling and these are both terms which are very complicated and i was not entirely able to understand <laughs> uh cold fusion will occur via quantum tunneling and this will uh this will cause matter to decay into iron right iron which is yeah iron Why? That'll be iron? a good time to like be Iron Man. That's a random thing to decay into. Uh, I, 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 I guess there's some scientific reason behind it. Right. Like, I, mean, uh, I know like... that iron, iron's like the last element that's created in the furnace of a star before oh, it dies because it can't create, it can't create denser ones, I think. iron is the 26th element i believe so uh they yeah, that sounds like a good enough reason to be honest well uh, it will uh, it will fuse matter into the iron 56 nuclei so it's a specific isotope of iron right so yeah it's going to it's going to be fun just sort of so hang on existing so, so as steel iron 56 was it Yes. So that is going to have 30 neutrons. Interesting. Cool. And uh, then of course the very last thing is the ultimate fate of the universe. The Beyond uh, yes, big bad fine
10 to the power 2500 years which is a terrifyingly large number it is possible that a big rip event will occur and uh, this uh, this can happen in two ways if in a vacuum state or a false vacuum but basically either way it leads to the end of the universe sounds Sorry, lovely i'd love to go someday Oh yeah, I, I bet it'll be a beautiful maybe, sight maybe. You know, before everything stops being. Maybe you could take me in your TARDIS. Ah, yes. Uh, if only uh, I had one. Only. Uh, right, uh, I think we'll wrap it up then. That's all we've got for you today. Thank you very much for joining me, Avalon. Ah, no problem. Thank you for having me. This was uh, fun. I'm always looking for guests. Uh, I hope you learned something new. Uh, I hope you, the listeners, learned something new. Yeah. And uh, I'll see you all, but not you, unfortunately, uh, uh, next week uh, for some more mildly interesting things you possibly didn't know. Woo. I look forward to hearing that one. <laughs>